0: On today's show, Mercedes brags about its safety, but NHTSA says it hides recall information from owners. Lewis Hamilton finishes fourth, but wins big, and will tell you about the performance version of the Hyundai Veloster. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. Mercedes makes a big deal about its safety of its cars, but it's now in trouble with NHTSA because it's not informing owners about safety recalls within the 60 days required under federal law. On top of that, NHTSA says Mercedes on numerous occasions left out information about the cause of the recall and details about recall plans. The agency sent a letter to the automaker looking for information and threatening to fine it $21,000 a day with a maximum fine of $105 million. Mercedes released a statement saying it will work with NHTSA to, quote, address its concerns. As we've reported before, Tesla already passed the $200,000 sales limit for the maximum $7,500 federal tax credit for electric vehicles. GM is closing in on that number, too. According to Ward's Auto Intelligence, GM sold 193,500 plug-ins and battery electric vehicles and will pass the cap by the end of the year. Nissan, Ford, Toyota, and BMW are the only other automakers to sell more than 50,000 EVs. Ward says Ford will be the next to hit the limit, followed closely by Toyota and Nissan. But once an automaker hits the limit, the full $7,500 tax credit doesn't go away immediately. It gets chopped in half every six months until there's nothing left. In racing news over the weekend, Lewis Hamilton won his fifth Formula One driving championship in his Mercedes, even though he finished fourth in the Mexican Grand Prix. Max Verstappen dominated the race in his Renault-powered Red Bull. Some people say Lewis could be considered the best F1 driver of all time, and he certainly is extremely good. But Juan Manuel Fangio of Argentina, who raced in the 1950s, has better percentages than Lewis. Whereas Hamilton sat on the pole in 35% of the Grand Prix's that he entered, Fangio was on pole 55% of the time. And while Hamilton won 31% of the F1 races he entered, Fangio won 46%. And one more thing, Fangio did not win his first championship until he was 40 years old and went on to win four more. Lewis will be long retired from F1 before he hits 40. Still to come, a look at the Hyundai Veloster N. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil. Hyundai's newest N-brand performance vehicle, the Veloster N, will be hitting U.S. dealer showrooms before the year is out. But with the i30 N having been sold in Europe and South Korea for about a year now, some people might be wondering why the automaker even bothered making a Veloster version, since the i30 is the same as the Elantra GT here in the U.S. Autoline has learned from Hyundai it all has to do with size. Not only is the Veloster wheelbase about 2 inches shorter, making it more nimble in the corners, the overall height is lower, which improves roll, pitch, and yaw inertia, and it's a bit lighter as well. Hyundai also made a number of improvements to help the Veloster N live up to its internal nickname of Corner Rascal. There's a number of body reinforcements, including beefier shock absorber mounts, additional body bracing behind the front suspension, and a lot more welds. Available electronic dampers and limited slip differential, improved suspension arms and bushings, bigger brakes, and a performance muffler also help make the Veloster N a pretty darn good sports car. Hyundai's VP of product planning, Mike O'Brien, calls it a reverse halo car. All halo cars are meant to improve a brand's image, bring pride to owners, and elicit some sort of emotion but they're usually the most expensive vehicle in the lineup. The Veloster N is not and is estimated to start under $28,000 including destination charges with the available performance pack adding about another 2 grand. Advanced driver assistance systems or ADAS are starting to make their way into more and more vehicles and according to Wards Intelligence, Honda, Mazda, Subaru, Tesla and Volvo currently have the highest penetration rates of any automakers. Those same companies will also be the first automakers to see all of their vehicles get 8s technology by 2023, although Mazda is expected to be a year behind. How much do Uber drivers really earn? That's coming up next. 2.4%. That's how much air pressure the average tire loses in a month, and it can make a big difference. Visit ButylRubber.com to see how ExxonMobil's Halo Butyl technology keeps tires inflated longer. Strength from the inside out. How much do Uber drivers really earn? At the bottom end of the scale, Uber X drivers make about $1,370 an hour before tips. But Uber Black drivers, who are professionals that drive luxury cars can make nearly $25 an hour. That's according to Ridester, a company that collects all kinds of data on ride-sharing. It surveyed over 2,600 ride-sharing drivers and found that Uber X drivers are not satisfied with how much money they're making and most of them quit after a year. Jaguar's plans to build assembly plants outside of the UK is looking smarter all the time. With so many questions about how Brexit will affect automotive manufacturing in the UK Jaguar has hedged its bets nicely. It opened a joint venture plant in China in 2014 and one in Brazil in 2016. And now it just opened one in Slovenia that is capable of making 150,000 vehicles a year. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.